Welcome to Fly the Coop, a podcast about raising and figuring out chickens by Erica Ryberg and Taylor Hall. Hi, welcome to Fly the Coop with Erica and Taylor. This is the first episode of our podcast. It is about... It is about chickies. Chickies. Or to people that aren't us, that's chickens. Yes, chickens is the correct spelling and pronunciation versus chicke. But chicke is also relevant because, you know, the internet. Because this is the first episode, we wanted to make it about us. Uh, Instead of talking about chickens, we're going to tell you all about us. Um, As I said, my name's Taylor. Um, I grew up uh, not really liking animals and uh, never saw myself having chickens. So um, when I was uh, young, my parents took me to a turkey farm. And, uh, you know, being about three years old, I decided to... uh, Pet a turkey? uh, Yeah, pet a turkey. And... um, Turkey being uh, an angry bird uh, bit me, and um, ever since then, are they as angry as the ones in the the game? Uh, they are. They are as angry as the angry birds. The actual angry birds. Yes, um, and ever since then, I uh, did not get along with any any animals um, up until uh, a couple you, years ago. You met a boxer. Uh, until I met a boxer uh, when I moved to New Hampshire. And, uh, uh, and that's we a, don't, don't mean an actual boxer. Uh, we, we do not a, mean an actual boxer. Dog. We mean a, a four-legged dog. Um, and from there, um, you know, I, I met uh, met a cat and uh, four chickens and another cat. And uh, I'm surprised. He likes chickens now. Yeah. <laughs> so my history... I guess um, my mom grew up on a farm, which means I spent a lot of time as a child going out and visiting the Midwest uh, and the flatlands of Nebraska, which is quite different from growing up in New England. And I met uh, a number of farm animals that way. Noticeably, I remember I got to pet baby pigs when I was about six or seven years old. Additionally, uh, I had a friend growing up who had geese, and I believe they might have had other birds. I just remember the geese because, again, mean birds. Well, yeah, those those are are very angry birds. Those are what you remember as children. I did not get bit by the geese or a singular goose, but my friend did, I believe. So I recall that, and I also had a babysitter when I was very young, probably three to five, who had chickens. And I remember going out to the coop and getting eggs and being about the size of a coop. And from that point on, I wanted a playhouse that was basically just a chicken coop. But because the chicken coop was the right size for me as a three to five year old. So I always enjoyed that. So I do remember getting eggs as a child. And even though my mom grew up on a farm, she never wanted to have a farm. So we had, you know, basic pets, but we didn't have any birds. Uh, We had fish. We had, uh, you know, I had goldfish. I named my goldfish Brownie for some reason. My sister actually won a goldfish when we went to a an event in the Midwest. I did a cakewalk and won a cake. And my sister also somehow won a goldfish. And that goldfish went to our second cousins. Because even though you probably could technically at the time fly with a goldfish, the goldfish did not come home with us. So we had goldfish. We had dogs. We had cats. 
Uh, I had hermit crabs for a while that I got from Ocean City, New Jersey. Uh, and so we had a variety of pets, but not birds at all. Um, and I've always enjoyed animals. So, so we I came had, from the opposite kind of background that Taylor did. Yeah, we had very different uh, experiences. Um, again, growing up, um, in addition to me not getting along with animals, um, I just never had much exposure. My parents were uh, very, very tidy, and a, uh, any sort of pet would have um, upset that balance. So even if I did get along with that that turkey um, <laughs> I wouldn't have had uh, much introduction had a I, I would not have had a turkey no um, like I said we wanted to introduce ourselves uh, make this all about us um, yeah it's very important <laughs> it's when very... We're talking about chickens it has to mostly but now we're gonna focus on the story of chickenhood that we bring to the table and how we ended up with our four chickens. Uh, our chickens, we have uh, two Orpingtons and two Naked Necks, and uh, I'm sure one episode down the road we'll be talking about uh, what that means uh, for now. Just keep that in your back pocket. But uh, the more important thing is their names are... Dorothy, Sophia, Blanche, and the most important one, just kidding. Everybody will know you probably have a favorite chicken in your flock. Rose. So those names should sound familiar to uh, anybody who uh, grew up uh, around the 70s? 70s? A little no. before my time. <laughs> it's a, it, the show is on in the 80s. I, I'd actually never seen that show, and I had some different ideas for their names. Um, but uh, Erica had had those names, and um, when she brought home the chickens, yeah. I, I, I just went along and said, okay. Um, we were very lucky uh, where we live. The previous owner, um, who's also our landlord, had uh, had chickens and had a coop, and we got his permission. Um, I should say too, when I moved in, there were chickens living here. It was the landlord's chickens, and I took care of them a little bit. I got the benefit of their eggs um, because they hadn't built their coop yet at their house where they live now. So their chickens were here. Well, that I I didn't know that part, but um, yeah, we uh, well maybe we should back up and say how you ended up with chickens. Besides, uh, instead of just saying you came home with four chickens. Yeah, I didn't just come home with four chickens. So for a while, I lived in uh, New Hampshire for approximately a year or so, maybe a year and a half, and I had this chicken coop. The landlords mentioned how much they loved having chickens and said chicken coop. And I said, well, maybe that's something I'll look into. I was around them as a child. Uh, I wouldn't mind getting the fresh eggs. They don't seem too difficult. I've never had birds before, but, you know, maybe this is something for me to try. And I had sort of seen them, the ones that the landlords had living in the coop when I moved in. And uh, outside of all of this, between work and other fun things, I play roller derby, which connects me with a whole bunch of other local women in the area. And I am lucky that I met somebody who had ordered chickens and got them as little pullets, I believe is the term. We're learning some things as we go to. 
So they had gotten their chickens and they had too many and they ordered them as babies, right? So chicks, I believe is uh, the chicks. And they I said, "Well, I don't think I can have a rooster." Turns out uh, legally where we live, you are not supposed to have a rooster unless you own a, a farm or something along those lines, which we do not have a farm. <laughs> so uh, I talked to this friend who had extra chickens. She lived a little bit further south of where we live at the time, and she was willing to bring me some if I really wanted to commit to it. Took some time, thought about it a lot, then finally thought, you know what? How hard this can this be? Really? They're birds. I've seen other people with birds. It can't be that hard. You feed them, let them outside. I had taken care of the birds when I moved here. So I told this friend that I could take some of those chickens off her hands as long as they were female. Important. When they're babies, you can order them unsexed. And I know that she ended up with uh, maybe one or two roosters in her flock. So one day, this friend drove up, uh, had four chickens in a box, we went and put them into the coop, and that's how we ended up with two Orpingtons and two Naked Necks, of which we didn't know much about uh, either of them. And we were sort of thrown into the uh, the deep end, um, even though we knew that they were, well, Erica knew that they were coming. I, I had no idea until they were here. And then uh, they were here. And I'm one of those people that needs to have everything planned down to the second, so this was very upsetting to me, um, not because they were animals and I had very bad memories shook and loose of getting bitten, um, but because I couldn't have this plan of making sure that these birds felt welcome um, right from the get-go. Well, um, that wasn't a problem. They, they did feel welcome right away. Yeah, the interesting thing, when I first got them, I didn't quite know. I think I bought hay for the coop um, as sort of the, the base and we had a little feeder. I just went and bought um, crumble, I believe was the first thing I had bought for them uh, when I was looking for food. And then obviously water is essential for them. I had read a little bit online uh, about some additional things like mixing garlic, which I have an allergy to. So I find that funny that the chickens, I think they eat more garlic than I do. Garlic in with their food, which I was doing at the start and putting apple cider vinegar in their water, which as time has gone on, we haven't done that as much, but you know, it's something I read about and practiced when I first got them. I think, you know, the, the concern as being a new chicken parent was heavy in those first few weeks, making sure they had somewhere warm to go in their coop at night and figure that out. It was funny when we first got them, they were just climbing, not in their roost, but just sort of sleeping on top of their nest areas. <laughs> They, they didn't know where the roost was yet. And uh, I should say that this was right around um, December. Uh, so, yes, in New England, things to be concerned about. The cold. The light. Uh, predators, which we have some space behind us. We're lucky in that we have a farm that's sort of located behind our house. So there's fencing. So we haven't actually had to worry as much about predators as I thought. I had no idea when we got chickens, sort of how they operated with eggs or anything like that. I didn't know how that worked. And it still confounds me day to day <laughs> because you never know, we're gonna get anywhere from one to four eggs. 
uh, on a good day and when it's warm and they get enough light. Uh, we still don't know who uh, who's leaving the eggs, which eggs belong to which chickens. <laughs> nope. Um, we never seem to time that right to catch uh, them in the act. Um, that was something that I tried really hard to do early on and uh, got away from as time went on. We have I have a suspect a suspect notion because we have two different kinds of eggs. One egg is a little bit smaller, and the other egg is bigger it's a little bit taller so sort of elongated we have these stout eggs and then these stretched long eggs and in my world at least from what i think based on no evidence whatsoever other than my own thought is that the orpingtons lay the smaller rounder eggs and this again is probably something you could do some additional internet research out about and figure out. And the naked necks, I believe, lay the bigger eggs because they're a bigger bird. And that's my deduce, deduction as to which chickens lay which eggs. What do you think, Taylor? Uh, that sounds right to me. Um, again, we haven't ever been able to catch them, so we have no way of verifying that. But um, I, the reasoning sounds right. Yeah, so I think that uh, the egg production has been interesting. And you can buy, and we're going to talk about breeds in another, another episode, you can buy different chickens that lay different kinds of eggs. Coloration, things like that. We have all brown eggs that we get from our chickens. That being said, they're not the same brown. but uh, They're not the same brown. Taylor, how would you describe the brown? Um... I I wouldn't. Um, I don't have the skills to describe. Would the, you like me to describe? One them? one is very pale brown, and one is uh, standard egg brown. Egg brown. That's a color, guys. I pointed at the microphone, which I thought was funny. Yes. This uh, is what I do. Anyways. So there, that's a little bit about eggs, a little bit about the chickens. A little bit about us. A little bit about us. Um, we plan on doing episodes every week. Haven't decided if we're going to do this as a limited series or something ongoing yet. Um, so your guys' feedback is, uh, always appreciated and, um, you know, whatever they say during these things, subscribe, share. Subscribe. Yeah. We hope to talk about, uh, a few things coming up. We're going to talk a little bit more about breeds. And things we're interested in breeds. We kind of ended up with these two breeds. And we have strong feelings about both. So we'll be talking about breeds. We're going to talk a little bit more about... Um, feeding, cleaning. Feeding. Yeah, the basics. This is kind of your introduction to chickenhood. And what it's like as people who never had chickens. Getting into chickens. And we're excited to share that with you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Fly the Coop podcast with Erica Rydberg and Taylor Hall. Our intro chicken sounds were from It's Adequate on freesound.org. And our intro music was Dr. Turtle's track Ladies Take Me With You from freemusicarchive.org.